Okay, I'll admit it that being born in America didn't naturally inspire me to be somebody uh, great or to do anything great. But the older that I get, the more I realize the importance of understanding and living the American dream. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Today, I want to discuss what really is the American dream, because from all I can see, the American dream seems to be being replaced by the American nightmare. And that raises a few questions in my mind, because so often when we talk about things like the American dream, I wonder if we really understand what we're saying. It raises the question such as, why do people still come to America? And just who is coming if the American dream is, in fact, turning into a nightmare? What exactly is the American dream? Well, as I think back to my childhood, it wasn't until years later, actually, uh, that I actually even heard of the term the American dream in a seventh grade history class. And prior to that time, the idea or concept never even crossed my mind. And I must admit that it was many, many years later before I actually really understood the significance of that. I suppose to really understand the concept of the American dream, you have to understand the immigrant dream. And of course, the immigrant dream was to realize the American dream. For the immigrant, it was perhaps not worrying where the next meal is coming from, or maybe not fearing if the next bomb dropping overhead is going to hit home. The immigrant dream was perhaps a freedom from being spied upon by government agents who would imprison you if you said or did the wrong thing. And for many immigrants, just being able to work and to get paid a fair sum for your labors was something unimaginable to the people who were coming to America at one time. But, you know, for me, it took experiencing other countries firsthand to really have this point driven home, to realize how truly great a land America is that we live in. The real reason that people actually immigrated to America was simply for a hope of a better life. If a person was willing to work very hard and to initially even sacrifice everything they had and to take the first daring step toward making a better life by moving away, far away from the familiarity of the home, then perhaps the dream could actually happen in the land of the free. But the American dream truly is turning into a nightmare for most Americans. And it seems to me that so far we are not waking up from this nightmare. Uh, it raises another question. If America is so racist and so despicable and so evil, then why are so many people still coming here in droves? Are they coming here to actually pursue the immigrant dream? 
do they still feel that America is the land of the free? I mean, they he must hear some of the news. They must be aware of some of the facts. Anyone who lives in America now, particularly if you are of a conservative mindset, you probably think that America is imploding. It is not getting greater. It is not getting better. There is nothing or virtually nothing going right in America right now if you are a conservative, God-fearing, country-loving American. America is right now becoming a wasteland of moral filth. We have drag queens, homosexuals, transgenders, and every form of sexual perversion imaginable being thrown in our face. It's just a matter of time before bestiality will be legalized as it was in Canada. There are no limits on the amounts of depravity that will be expressed if it is allowed, if we do not control or restrain ourselves in some way. The future of America, which is our youth, is no longer shielded from this trash, but rather they are indoctrinated in it. They are taken captive by it. They are told that this is good stuff, which of course is pure nonsense. Take a look at the people who still actually work hard in America. Perhaps a year or so ago, I read some statistics that suggested that the remaining 51% of the working class of America is paying for the 49% non-working Americans. So obviously, we are approaching the tipping point, and maybe that's the reason why taxation is forever increasing, because if you don't increase the workforce, you have to keep the funding coming in. But as more and more people are unemployed, whether that be willfully or not, you still have a smaller pool of people actually generating money to produce taxes. And so it goes that laziness and unproductive living is now actually nicely rewarded in America, particularly in Biden's America. And only the elite few actually are profiting to some great extent uh, from this, this casual relationship uh, that does not encompass a true work ethic. If things do continue on the course that they're going, then it's just a matter of time before there just won't be enough money to go around. And that's exactly why socialism does not work. Eventually, the working class runs out of money and those who are unemployed um, have nothing to uh, draw from to survive. So when we hit the tipping point, what then happens? Unfortunately, America's enemies are now being strengthened by companies like Nike, who is bolstering China and snuffing America. We have many other companies like FedEx, Amazon, recently Toyota, and just a whole bunch of other American companies that seem to be selling their soul and actually bolstering our enemies. This simply is not going to work to, cre to create an American dream. In fact, the Biden regime is doing everything 
to truly destroy America. I see everything that was done under the Obama administration being duplicated, but at a more accelerated pace. It's almost as if the Biden-Obama cohort are actively working to destroy America, perhaps for the more global agenda and the Great Reset. That's what all the evidence seems to show, if you can look at it and analyze it from a neutral position. Look at America's infrastructure. Biden's infrastructure bill, uh, which is called an infrastructure bill, actually supports uh, very little infrastructure improvement, but it supports a whole lot of other things that do contribute to the destruction of America. As we have hordes of illegal aliens entering America and being diffusely spread throughout the United States, these people have to somehow be funded, and they are funded by you and I, the working class. And otherwise, how will these people survive? Well, if you're starving, you'll probably do anything, including committing a lot of crimes, to do what you must to survive. We also now have an American military that is being defrauded by its own generals, by its leaders, they are being con- who are themselves being controlled by politicians. We are, as a result, losing a good many soldiers who are great warriors and defenders of freedom. And they are now being replaced by the sick and evil minds of those who are being recruited by people who have weak bodies and weaker constitutions who have no concept of what they are defending because the truth is the government in power in America right now does not wish to abide by the constitution, but rather they want to overthrow it. And if we absolutely do nothing and allow this to happen, then China is going to have a heyday. And so what do we do with the American dream when the military falls in its loyalty for freedom? The picture is sure to change, no doubt about it. And the sad truth is that Americans are no longer even taught the idea of the American dream. In fact, young Americans probably have no idea what it is, or how to go about achieving it. And that's because this is not being taught in public schools. How would you actually define the American dream? Because as I said, a lot of times we talk about things and I firmly believe we actually have no idea, no concept what we are talking about. With a little trepidation, I actually asked my 22-year-old daughter, who was halfway through college and doing some great stuff for the conservative movement, but I asked her, I said, what would you define or how would you define the American dream? And I quote her, she says, well, dad, the American dream is the freedom to say and do as you please and the opportunity to build a life for yourself. Well, that's not bad, and I suppose that could be improved upon that definition, but I would have to agree with her that 
the pursuit of your own ideas of what you want to do is probably a good thing. It's something that people would like to do. And to have that opportunity certainly is a part of the American dream. So it's a pretty good definition. But is it still a realistic American dream for the everyday American today? Well, I was curious what I'd find online for a definition. I actually went to investopedia.com for a definition of the American dream, and they defined it as such. The belief that anyone, regardless of where they were born or what class they were born into, can attain their own version of success in a society in which upward mobility is possible for everyone. Now, that's a pretty good definition. You see, a lot of people, when they think of the American dream, they envision a guy out on a great big expensive yacht with a few babes in bikinis sipping on margaritas and living the good life, as they call it. But that is not the American dream. The American dream is believed to be achieved through sacrifice, through risk-taking and hard work, rather than by chance. And that is what was further explained in Investopedia.com. Notice that sacrifice and risk-taking and hard work are not forced upon the people. They are not imposed in any way. The individual has the incentive to work hard because hard work produces good things if you can persist. At least you have a shot at it in America. The people who seek the American dream are self-motivated because they realize that there is a possibility of having a better quality of life. This perhaps is what distinguishes the land of the free in America from every other country, because even countries that we don't consider to be uncivilized or third world, such as some of the countries in Europe, France, Great Britain, uh, Ireland, Germany, um, how much opportunity do young people really have there? to step out and pursue something that they really want to do. Well, I haven't lived in all of those countries, so I can't speak firsthand, but I do an awful lot of reading. And what I have seen in my former military travels is that there is no place like America. The American dream really is simply every person's dream. It is the vision of improving one's lot in life so that you might reap something from your hard labors, so that you might gain a better life for yourself, for your family, for your extended family, because of your hard work. But how do you show the path to the American dream? Well, I suppose, first of all, you have to be an independent thinker. You have to have some creativity or a good old American ingenuity, as opposed to being told what you must do by your government 
This is nothing more than slavery, and in America, we do not like slavery. The path to American dream can be found by a willingness to sacrifice, which means to do without. It means to deprive yourself of some things for the hope of putting something aside so that you can improve your life down the road. The path to the American dream means accepting that hard work is actually necessary to achieve the goal. Uh, Unfortunately, many of the younger generation really don't understand what hard work is. I still greatly struggle when I see that young 25-year-old healthy person with nice clothes and his folded sign that he opens up begging for money. I know full well what the Bible says about the lazy person, and I don't wish to contribute to laziness or to non-productive citizens simply because they don't wish to pursue anything. But what exactly is the American dream? Well, very simply put, it's freedom. Living the American dream, what does it mean? to you, the average American citizen. For some people, living the American dream is just being able to drink a beer, maybe, and watch a baseball game on the weekend, although that has changed recently because you can't just watch a baseball game anymore. You have to deal with all the political nonsense. But that perhaps was a vision of the American dream of living the dream for many people. They were content with that, but the The beauty of the American dream is you have the the, the freedom to pursue whatever level you hope to achieve. For other people who might have a little bit higher vision, perhaps it's running your own business, however challenging that may be. Anyone who has owned their very own business knows that running a business is hard work. It takes a lot of time, discipline. It takes an initial cash layout. It takes motivation to market the company, the business. And then you have to do something to attract people so that you can make it productive. But for many people running your own business, however hard the work is, it gives you great satisfaction. In a sense, as an independent physician, a private physician, I ran my own business and I knew firsthand the hardships associated with that. There is no way that I could see patients all day and productively run my practice if I was not there every single day. If I was not at my practice, then patients would not be seen. Half of my practice included addiction and pain patients who depended on me to be there. So living the American dream can be challenging. It very greatly limited my time to take any vacations because my patients counted on me. But there was a great joy and satisfaction in being able to restore the lives of people who were hurting very badly. And I received no greater satisfaction than being able to give someone their life back after a struggle and a fight for life with addiction. It gave me something in return, 
And so I was truly living the American dream. For a lot of people, the American dream is pride of ownership. Owning a house meant so much to so many people. Again, why? Because it gives you the freedom to do what you want with that house. And that's better than living in a rental simply because you have that freedom to change things. You have the freedom to shape your life in these very small ways. And that is so important. It doesn't mean that you live on easy street. It just means that you are a self-made citizen who has left your mark because you were willing to go the road, to fight the fight, to survive and to thrive. And that was all a big part of the American dream. I recently was on a road trip from Oregon to Arizona and taking a little time off from everything was nice. As I was driving, I actually looked around and I was thinking of actually people living their dreams. And I saw a man doing construction with a backhoe. I saw people everywhere I went who were actually the epitome of small town USA, working in whatever capacity they trained to do. Some were craftsmen, some were homemakers, some were gardening, some were farmers. Everybody was producing something. And I imagined these people going home as I did at the end of a long day, feeling tired, physically or mentally tired, but going home to a family, hopefully, to a place that they could call their own in the hopes of continuing to enjoy the fruit, the produce of their labors. And that was a very blessed thing to see. Many Americans really are still living the American dream because the American dream does not mean that we are free from struggles by any means. In fact, while we are seeing all the normal functioning of America, as we live out our lives, we are also at the same time witnessing tyranny across the entire America. And the dream is gradually turning into a nightmare because we now have a government who has actually betrayed its own people under the guise of the Democrat Party, while this so-called party needs to end. It needs to be over because what we call the American dream really is not a dream at all. It is simply a victory over the battle against tyranny. We must never forget that millions and millions of patriotic Americans have given their all so that America would remain and be a land of the free. It is because of the brave that we continue to reap the joys, including the blood, sweat, and tears associated with the pursuit of the American dream. 
And so here we are right now in 2021, eager for 2022 as a conservative, perhaps, we are being threatened like never before with the loss of our freedom, the loss of freedom, the enslavement of the American people, a coup of our constitutional republic is being played out right now. And this dark cloud looms over us like a thick blackness, a blanket of gloom. And it is actually discouraging many, many people. I hear all too often now from the younger generation, what's the use? Why pursue anything? We're not going to be here anyways. We're not going to have the freedom that we once had. So why even try? And for this reason, we see the suicide rate increasing dramatically. We are no longer focusing on the important things that make America the free country that it is. We are being blinded and duped by a tyrannical government regime that censors us so that the truth does not get out. And because of this censorship, because of the negativity that so many people see, when I look at our youth, I see that they are no longer focusing on their own dreams and future so much because they don't believe that they have a future. No longer are the people governed by the people, but by communist-minded people who have come out of the closet finally and literally told us now what they plan to do. They aim to make the American dream an artifact of history. In fact, many older Americans reflect on the good old days when life was more simple and the good old days included a day where communism was universally accepted as the rabid enemy of freedom. And now a good many people in America are either embracing it or tolerating it, saying, oh, well, I guess times are changing. What a loser's mindset. These same older Americans, however, no longer envision a continuation of the good old days. In fact, they rejoice the fact that they are getting older or are old because, quote, we won't be around for what's coming. And I know what's coming. I've heard that comment way too often. But not everybody has the same understanding of the American dream that I have or that you may have. In fact, I have heard people say, well, I've been to Europe and I've been in socialist countries and I didn't think it was all that bad because everybody was taken care of. And I don't see that as a bad thing. In fact, I have had in my medical practice, a few college professors state that very thing. And I find that to be quite a sad thing because if socialism is so good, then why have I not heard things like the great French dream or the great European dream or the great Asian dream? Is there a dream that can substitute the American dream? I think that when we ask this kind of a question, we come to the conclusion that the American dream 
Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multi-nutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. There was a time when Americans could rely on the Fourth Estate. In these challenging times, the media is both reckless and complicit. AmericaOutloud.com Top analysis from leading experts, articles, podcasts, video, and 24-7 talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise with your host, Dr. Steve Latulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio, a place where we can discuss freely the importance of freedom and the American dream, which I am discussing today. We clearly live in a time when we must reawaken the American dream, but the reawakening isn't necessarily what you think. You see, the latest attacks on America have not been from abroad, but they are coming from our domestic enemies in the government, and they are absolutely killing, slaughtering the American dream, which means they are destroying your freedom and mine. And there's only one way we can save it, and that is to awaken ourselves from the slumber that we've been in and to fight like hell, because once again, we need a call to arms to support and defend the truth that we hold to be self-evident. That is that every human being has a right given by God to live free and to have some choice in our destiny. We have been afforded a protection from oppression and slavery by God if we do things God's way. And that is why America became such a great nation. America is a great nation because America is a free nation. And that is why a government of the people, by the people, and for the people is so crucial. Without those elements, we can have no such thing as an American dream. The latest attacks that we are confronted with come from a domestic enemy and a powerful one. They own the media. Medicine has been pirated completely, and it is now being used as leverage as never before. Who would have actually imagined it? That medicine 
would be confiscated and used as a weapon against the American people? Well, it doesn't have to be because the truth is you are responsible for your health. And if you think that a little old coronavirus is so devastating that you must imprison yourself and enslave yourself to a government who tells you this is essential, then you are most to be pitied because medicine is oftentimes simply getting people to live a wholesome, healthy life. And we all have control over that. It doesn't take a government. It doesn't even take a doctor to really inspire people to take care of themselves. Think about that. You have your health. If you don't smoke yourself to death or drink yourself into oblivion, if you don't become morbidly obese, you have a good chance of living a very long and healthy life in America. Now, of course, there are exceptions. Cancer can show up. Trauma can take away our life very, very simply. But we have no guarantees in this life. We do still have a, a freedom to pursue our own way of life, however, and that is critical. Unless you're living a completely sheltered life, I think you've probably heard the whisper of war in the winds across our lands, not just in America, but throughout the entire world. The whole world has now heard of the American dream, the gift of liberty, and they look toward us to pursue that liberty, to carry the torch of freedom. If only by proxy, people from every nation have actually sipped the nectar of freedom through the media, perhaps, the internet, and from what they have tasted, they want more. Freedom is on their lips. It doesn't matter if you live in Taiwan or Cuba or Europe or Australia or China or Central or South America. Wherever you are from, if you are a living human being with a human soul created by a God who created us with certain inalienable rights that have been bestowed on every human being, then you are seeking it. You want it. Yes, the world wants to be free, and that is the American dream in a nutshell. We have to understand that the gift of freedom is actually least appreciated by those who have reaped the most from it. The billionaires, the movie stars, the professional athletes, the politicians who have grown fat on the government cow. All of these people seem to be the ones that lament America, that put America down, that says there's nothing good in America. These are the people who have no pride in America. And these are also the same people who have given nothing to their country to defend it, to strengthen it, to empower it. Yes, the people who have reaped the most have least appreciated the gift of freedom that is the American dream. 
Perhaps people who do appreciate it somewhat better are the majority who have actually prospered in America to some degree. These could be the immigrants who have actually come here legally and worked hard, and some of them have become very successful. They have an appreciation because they have reaped the benefits of what they have sown. People perhaps who have even more appreciation for that gift of freedom, the American dream, are those who have fought, actually fought to protect the freedom that we now enjoy, because we realize not only how fragile are every lives, uh, all the lives of the American soldiers, but also anyone who is in a freedom fight, regardless of what country you're in, you realize how frail we are as human beings. And it takes one little bullet to put a stop to us. But when you are willing to sacrifice all for the sake of freedom, you much more greatly appreciate that freedom. And of course, I suppose that the people who would appreciate freedom the most would be those who have never even tasted it. These people would be willing to die for the American dream because they crave it. They crave it and they can't have it. And that is an atrocity. That is actually what I envision going on in a country like China oppressed by the CCP, a completely corrupt government that oppresses its people where life is so cheap that snuffing a few means absolutely nothing to those evil rulers. The simple fact is that if you are living in a cage as a trapped animal, you above all people long for freedom. You long for the cage door to be opened. And if you have an opportunity, you would be most likely to take it. Unfortunately, the day that the American dream dies in the hearts of the American citizen is the day that America dies with it. Without a vision for freedom, the people will perish. No doubt about it. Without a vision for freedom, the American dream, people will wither. They simply will not thrive they will not strive to improve themselves, but the vision must be clear and rightly motivated because a wrong motivation of getting ahead can also do much harm. So what then really is the American dream? Well, maybe this is best answered by what the American dream is not think about it in terms of the times that we are now living in. The American dream, for one thing, is not living in fear. Now, that eliminates an awful lot of people from the pool of people able to pursue the American dream. Because if you are a person today living in fear, and I don't care fear from anything, it doesn't matter what, if you are afraid of a virus, then you are hindered in your pursuit of freedom because fear destroys the soul probably quicker than anything else that I can think of. The American dream is also not seeking great wealth, believe it or not. It is not seeking fame or power. As I said, 
those people who have achieved wealth or fame or power are the least likely to appreciate it, the least likely to fight for it, because they just don't have a concept of what it takes to sustain a free society. If you are pursuing fame or wealth or power, then you likely will not ever have an appreciation for the American dream. In the Bible, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25, we are told point blank that the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. If we stop fearing man, we are empowered to say and do great things, bold things, things that need to be said and things that need to be done. And that's the kind of people that we need in America right now. We must now choose not to live in fear, but to live freely. We must re recognize that a government that threatens your hopes for a future, threatens to take those freedoms from you, are not people to be feared, but people to be attacked, people to be shut down. We must never live in fear, especially of the government. They have given us, the American people, a great deal of incentive to live in fear. You have been threatened with the coronavirus. You have been told that you must take the vaccine. Some of you are resisting our government and have not taken that vaccine. And I have to honestly say, as a physician, as a patriot, as a Christian, I'm proud of you for that. Because the fact is, there is a whole lot of propaganda associated with that vaccine. And what we are seeing is a very deadly vaccine and a vaccine riddled with adverse side effects like we have never seen from any other vaccine. In fact, take all the vaccines combined and we have already seen devastation from the gene juice shot. And those of you who have resisted that, uh, my hat's off to you. I commend you for it. No, I am not vaccinated. I do suspect I have a natural immunity simply because I treated many COVID positive patients. However, I never was tested for it either. Because guess what? Treating viruses is not difficult. It is not rocket science. And when the government tells you there is no treatment for COVID, then the cancel culture is putting you into a fearful state. And that is evil. So I don't get fearful. I get angry when my government deceives its own people. We must choose not to live in fear. But we must also acknowledge that sometimes the pursuit of power and wealth can destroy a lot of people. And that is not a part of the American dream. In fact, there are a few myths associated with the American dream. And one of the big myths is that ambition leads to wealth and that wealth leads to happiness. This is absolutely false. It is not a true statement. 
In fact, the pursuit of wealth often comes from a love of money. And we are told in 1 Timothy 6.10 that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And it usually leads to many sorrows. In fact, I suspect that our very wealthy billionaire, President Trump, was learning these lessons as he pursued his life in business. He was very good at what he does. He worked very hard. We all love President Trump. Those who know what he has done for our country appreciate the hard work he has done. But I do believe that President Trump has actually been on a spiritual journey, and he has come to a point where he understands that wealth and fame and power are not the end goal. They do not lead to the American dream. And what I have seen from President Trump in the last several years as a president and beyond is that he truly is fighting for the American dream. And that is a fight for the American people. It is a fight for freedom. We must absolutely understand that the pursuit of happiness, even though that is declared in our constitution, the pursuit of happiness is actually a guarantee that it will never be found. We are told again in the Bible in 1 Timothy 6, 8, that having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. Do you have food? to eat today? Do you have clothes to put on your back? You should be content. And if you're not content, then you need to begin a spiritual journey and perhaps pursue the road to the American dream. Because a pursuit of happiness so often is mistaken for a pursuit of things. Possession of things may be nice, but with it also comes much burden. There is actually a tipping point with possessions, and I know some of you will relate to this. The more you own, the more your material things own you. And if you want to really experience some freedom, some real freedom, unload to recover that peace and that freedom of not possessing things. It's actually very gratifying. We need to understand that only the pursuit of godliness can lead to happiness and true fulfillment. This is the lesson that I do believe that President Trump has discovered through the years. Our president, I firmly believe, is on a spiritual journey. We are in a time where America is at the crossroads. We have approached a threshold where we are now forced to make a choice. If we choose to pursue the American dream, then what we have really chosen is a willingness to join the war, a war for the sustenance of freedom. If we are to maintain ourselves as a free country, then we must become a good soldier. 
if we do not fight for our freedom, then we are not fighting for the American dream. We are told also in scripture that the good soldier of Christ must endure hardship and must not entangle entangle himself with the affairs of this life. And so it is with the soldier. A soldier going into battle doesn't know if he'll return. If a soldier is distracted with how his portfolio is doing back home, or if he is distracted by other things that take him away from his mission, a mission that must be fulfilled for a victory, then he is likely not to return home at all. The good soldier must free himself, perhaps even from things, from possessions, from anything that entangles him and trips him up from fighting the fight. This too is actually a pursuit of the American dream, and we must be willing to fight it or we will soon lose it. Now, I do wish to clarify one point. Our founding fathers saw in their limited wisdom, but good wisdom, that God has endowed mankind with a few things, a few gifts, which include the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I just told you that the pursuit of happiness is a guarantee that it shall never be found. I am not contradicting our founding fathers. You see, when they spoke of the pursuit of happiness, it was a general statement that when you are allowed to live your life freely, and when you have the liberty, that is the lack of restraint from a government to pursue your own way of life, you will likely be very happy. And the pursuit of happiness actually pertains to pursuit of happiness as a whole, as Americans. You see, when I think about the pursuit of happiness, I think about loving my neighbor as myself. I think about this other guy next door who's struggling to make ends meet, who is struggling to raise his children properly who wants to make a better life for himself, but has all the obstacles that I faced in his way as well. And if I care about his pursuit of happiness, then I tend to want to give that gift to my neighbor, to love my neighbor as myself. And with that mindset, having the pursuit of happiness as a global agenda for all our fellow Americans then we are pursuing something very good. There's no wrong, there's nothing evil about owning possessions. There's no evil intrinsically about pursuing wealth or even fame or power if it is constrained within the limits of God's design. Otherwise, you will end up being a Democrat, at least the way I see it. See, we shall have the greater sin who declare ourselves just seeking happiness if we achieve our happiness at the expense of trampling our neighbors underfoot so that they are not allowed 
the pursuit of happiness as well. I hope I make that point very clear. A dream that actually envisions liberty and justice for all, that is truly the American dream. And for this dream, many have, have fought and given their own lives so that we too could enjoy it. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a great deal of conviction. And yes, it takes a knowledge of God that is knowing the Bible, what it says and what it means. It takes a love for your neighbor as yourself to promote the American dream. This is the stuff that makes up the American dream. This is why America became a beacon of light to the entire world. And that makes me proud to be an American. And for this reason, as I am now approaching a point in my life where I can retire and be on easy street, this is the reason why I still fight. And I will continue to fight so long as I breathe. Because all of America's wealth and power and goodness sprang up from the American dream, which is a byproduct of following and practicing the ways of God. That's how we got the Constitution written. It was inspired by the Bible. Our founding fathers understood this all too well. And therefore, if we really want to reawaken the American dream, what must we do? Well, we must be willing to sacrifice and to work hard, not just for ourselves, but for our others. Remember, when you are in your job, you are serving others. Do you do it with a smile? Do you genuinely care about the people you are serving as a plumber or an electrician or a mechanic, as a secretary, or yes, even as a politician? Are you serving and are you willing to work hard and give your best? Are you willing to be content with what you have? Because if you can be content with food and clothing, you're going to be a very happy human being. All of America's wealth, every bit of it came from God. Freedom is a gift from God. And therefore, the American dream is a gift from God. So if we wish to reawaken the American dream, we must do things God's way. We must resolve also to toss out all fear of man, of viruses, and yes, even of comforts lost. We must be willing to sacrifice something of ourselves. That's how you sleep well at night. We need to determine also to get back to our roots, to the Bible, and to make that our most prized possession, our everlasting standard for righteous living. If we don't get back to that, then America will soon be a slave state. It is a foredrawn conclusion that apart from God, we cannot be free people. Yes, it is time to reawaken the American dream. It's time to teach it to our children and to live it by our faith and to understand that the American dream is truly a dream 
for the world, not just for America. It is a dream for a life of freedom. There is absolutely nothing that can better spread world peace than the real American dream. Please remember your life is a gift from God and what you do with your life is simply giving back that gift to God. I hope that you will give it your best. I hope that you will do, as Abraham Lincoln once said, whatever you do, be good at it. Be your best and think about serving others. By doing so, you are truly living the American dream. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip with Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Please do listen to those who speak on this program. We are a conservative bunch who love our country, who love our fellow man, and who love our God. I pray that you will help us to spread the message. I pray that you will live the American dream by being a true American a lover of freedom and loving it with a servant heart. Until next week, adieu.